We're not quite the London bus of podcasts, but two in two days. Um, this is an interview with club president Jeff Lenton. Enjoy. Right, so uh, Jeff, um, before we get started on current matters, um, I thought it was probably not a bad time to sort of review the last couple of decades and and have a chat about how we've got to where we've got to with the football club. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's great actually because I mean, oh, how much how much has happened? You could write a book, couldn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yeah, you actually wrote a book. Yeah, books now are very very good. All of that they they are indeed they are indeed but before ebooks were invented weren't they Uh, yeah, short term plan. Yeah, absolutely right. That's twenty years ago. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of come so far in so many different ways. So, you know, there's a club that's been, when it comes to the supporter cabinet that meets down the road, it became the number one place for people you'd meet for two meetings, another couple of miles from the meeting, etc. And then another place that goes around the town and clubs starting to sort of deteriorate a little bit. There's always a great, great sort of will for women to participate around the club. And there was a core of those, wasn't there? There was your Alfs and your, you know, Jeff Jeff Heathcote, God love him, and 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 Mix. I don't want to miss anyone out. Malk Larrington and Malk Fowler. Yeah. So when you said in about 2005, 2006, I think we can get to the Southern League, at the time, I, I, I'll be honest, I thought you were mental because um, I never saw it happening. Did, did you genuinely believe it or was that like a rallying call? And when, when we got there, did you think, oh, no, what are we going to do now? And that was Dave Willis era, wasn't it? That was, yeah. It was Humpy, Dave Willis, and Jimmy Watson, and the assistant manager was cracking, yeah. <laughs> so what, 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 in that era, um, what, what day do you look back on 
you know, in the fondest memory. We'll get to the league and stuff and, and where we are now. But when do you look back and, and what, what day do you think, yeah, that, that was the one that, that encapsulated everything that we were trying to do? Mm-hmm. It was basically a piece of washing machine in the outhouse outside doing the laundry, and it was just basically lots of aspirations, lots of ambitions that the committee tried to make happen. And we looked around where what we could do and how it was going to, how it was going to cost, and what sort of thing, how we could raise funds. And I think the, the biggest thing that we came to the conclusion of was that there was no money available to do it. Yep. No, exactly. I'm the wind of somebody saying, oh, they like you, and off you go. <laughs> um, so that, that to me was probably the biggest day in my history. Uh, I think at the time, it was, at the time, it was a very, very big day in the club's history. Um, but of course, it fails into insignificance. That's what's gone since. But, you know, I think it was an important step. Did you think, like, when we were playing Kettering, when they were a conference club in the um, in the FA Cup and stuff, did you ever sit back at any point and think, yeah, we've made it now. Or was it always with a, an, an objective in mind of saying, right, what next? No, I think you've always got to go, what next? Um, I'm not a sort of person. Once, you, once you've met one objective, you've got to look at the next challenge, haven't you? Um, and then that's the way I've always worked. Um, to an extent, still do work, but not as, as, as rapidly or as voraciously as I used to always want. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was an exciting time to be part of it. And it was always aspirational. The whole thing was always aspirational. And you know, if you if you get a challenge, there's always a solution. Yeah. Most of the things probably gonna have solutions. And we did stuff differently as well, didn't we, as a club? I mean, I remember all of the, 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 the two minutes of uh, when Jimmy wanted to sign Gaza and all of that kind of stuff. Which, was, But it was all fantastic. It was all done. Well, I felt it was done in the right spirit. But I wonder whether nowadays some of the other clubs in the area kind of looked at that. And now, you know, they're thinking, oh, they, they were being cocky or conceited at the time. Do, do you think we've got a good reputation locally? Mm. Very, very people do people say, oh, well done. But the people that matter respected us as a club and as a 
do you, do you think that's an internet thing? Yeah, no, understood. And, and people don't always, but I'm, I'm thinking of myself, they always think, what are you, you going to say before you open your mouth? It doesn't help. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I mean, we're. Do you think that like having a smaller fan base might have helped us in that way? Because you look at some of the stick that Stamford and their manager got at the end of last season for not, not necessarily go or not going up. Um, do, you, do you think that, that some of that actually we're being a bit of a smaller group of, of loyal fans actually helps out? It still frustrates me, and I suppose we'll come on to the community and support and and how we make that better. But you know, I suppose I think the comment, and I think it's valid, is okay. Fine, Peterborough played the first team against Deeping. They played their under twenty threes against us, but there was still, from my rough count and from what the ET said, there was like eight hundred people more in Deeping who backed their local team that night than backed actually on a Saturday that, that Saturday afternoon, and that. After twenty years of of putting stuff in time and effort and money, that must annoy you, surely. Part of the reason for these talks now is that 
we've now got this new um, management company to run the football club. And people say to me, well, why, why have you done that? And the answer is because we can't attract people into the football club to make the football club the machine that it needs to be to be successful and grow, both in terms of on the field and off the field. Right. Tell, tell me about that then. Tell me about the management company. Anyhow, any home, any house builders interested? <laughs> Is, which is fantastic and I suppose the first hope from that is that people see that and think I want to be in that And for everything to grow in a, 
in a synergistic way. You know, the old two plus two equals five yep. equation. You know, and it's far too complicated to discuss two minutes on the phone or on the interview. But there's a lot of hard work going into planning it and making sure the finances meet. It works, um, and it's now that we can actually say just in time for the new season, it's going to happen. Which is fantastic, and I can vouch, obviously, for Stuart and Sally from setting up the rugby team. And is the theory that, that these people people get involved via the CIC and then that's your almost like potentially your supporters or, you know, the, the, the kids that can play or I know you, we talked about the juniors at length on a number of occasions, but it's um, does it does it feel like that that's then the way the way forward and that, that Ferns, rather than having, you know, any particular headaches, let's assume he's there for the next five years or so but that his headache is going to be the number of players that he gets to choose from rather than trying to get some players. Well, I think that's one of the problems we all hope he's going to have. Um, I think the real the real change going forward is that um, everybody talks about the football club. Right? It's, it's the football club and the ground that need the throw. The football club facility will no longer be just a football club. Yep. It will be a community facility for all sorts of things down there. Uh, yep. And there's even, I've even heard talk cricket team could start restart because they're going to use the facilities for meetings and training and all sorts of things. There's no such thing as a secret in you, actually, is there? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, as a, as, a, as a child of Middleton's Road for both Yaxley FC and Yaxley Cricket Club, you know, for me, that's a dream scenario. Yeah. Because as a village the size of Yaxley needs a, needs a cricket club, as it needs a, a you know, a strong successful you know football club and i suppose if the cic is the ends the means to an end of getting to that then everyone's going to be happy aren't they it's a win-win-win well again it's a community company community interest company other community interest companies that are in the actually there's quite a lot of them now again that's come through the social academies and what have you yeah young technicians and that sort of thing going along the people park boxing club yeah the boxing's relatively new isn't it Let the ladies team keep that logo.
Which sounds fantastic. Sounds like a dream scenario, doesn't it? In terms of, and like you say, there's a lot of complexity. Kind of a couple of brief questions that have caught popped popped into my head. So, will there still be, you know, like a separate football committee that will run the the, the football side of of the new business? So, will that be Mount Clements and he'll form a committee that that will solely focus on supporting uh, Andy and, and and the players? Yep. So on the on the football side, then um, again, like I say, we'll look forward rather than than back. Um, how where do you see where do you see this season going? Because you know, as I there was a lot of people who were almost fence sitting Saturday that I spoke to, old regulars and people that were kind of all you know we want to we want to wait and see. Does this does this change anything instantly for? For, for Ferns and, and the squad, do you think? Do you think some of the, the players that might be or have looked elsewhere might think, actually, it's not that much rosier on the other side of the fence. You actually is where it's at again. Is that the hope? No, exactly. Because there is, and, and you know, I suppose, well, we've got about five minutes or so left. So um, we've rattled through 25 minutes fairly quickly. But um, in terms of that that sort of negative thinking, there's obviously been a turnover of players and, and coaching staff this summer. There's obviously, you know, while one or two people were telling, desperate to tell me that they'd renewed their season ticket, there were one or two that were kind of like, oh, this don't feel great. I feel we people are always going to put us in the relegation battle, right? Because of who we are and the size of, of our club. The fact that we stuck two fingers up at a lot of teams last year was brilliant. Um, what, what do you think, do you, what do you think we're going to need to, to, to do that again? Is that, a, is that a case of stability or do you think it's time for, you know, Ferns to, um, to, to, to go with, because quite a lot of that squad is still Brett's old squad really, isn't it? From the league title winning time. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I think you know the actually is a comfortable place to be. I mean, as a club, I mean the hassle and the stick you get if you lose games when you shouldn't do or give away to last minute goals, you know, five matches of the first century. That's just football, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we spend quite a 
No. Definitely not. Yeah. I think you were the first person that I ever heard use the catchphrase, aim for the moon, and if you miss, you'll still at the stars, and it'll still be better than where you are. And um, I think that probably copyright Jeff Lenton in 2002. But um, <laughs> I, I, it, for, for me, it, it, feel, it feels like a crossroads-type moment, doesn't it? And it's uh, it, it's important, I suppose, that, that Fernie's in that, that space, and, and good luck to him. And, you know, I thought we, we did all right Saturday, but I suppose the question is how many... How many of those players will, will will he ever see again? Will he have to take till will it take until sort of September, October to get a settled side again? And you know, you, you almost want the bloke to have a have a relatively pain free start to a season for once. Can you remember the last time we had a relatively pain free start to a season? No. <laughs> well it well it hasn't been since like two thousand seventeen or something like that, has it? You know, and you throw in the COVID years and things as well. He's he's done a phenomenal job. Where where um two last questions then where would um where would he rate fernie in terms of the managers you've worked with down down there not i'm not asking you to rank them because that's not fair but where 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 what do you think Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite often, see they're not doing well. What can't you? But then when you talk to him after the game, you understand his rationale behind it and his thoughts. And he'd be the first to admit he doesn't always get it right. But guess what? I don't know if he really does. No. Um, so, no, he's a, he's, a, he's a great manager. Um, he, he, would need, he needs to get somebody with him that he can pass that sort of quality on to so they can really experience it. A good number two. Yep. But that's apparently in the offing, isn't it? So. Well, I've heard all sorts of rumours like that, and like most things, I'll still believe it could happen. Fair enough. <laughs> and I'm quite, I'll tell you one again, I've actually been surprised a few times, mm. uh, and, and pleasantly surprised after a while, that my initial thoughts weren't, weren't true. So, you know, credit where credit's due is decent, I guess, sometimes. But I'd, you know, I'd be straight credit. What was the second question? Uh, who was your favourite player? Mm. Now I would think I'm, I think you might go left field and go like Mark Paul rather than Dan Cotton. Do you know what? When I, when I, when I, when I, when I, 
I knew, yeah, that was coming. That's why I put him in the top trumps. <laughs> Yeah, great stories. Great story. Yeah, him and him and Abbas and the uh, pizzas getting uh, yeah delivered and all that kind of great time. No, why is he? He's a good lad. He knows how to play the media as well, doesn't he? Good work. Right. Well, thank you for those, Jeff. That's an absolute, uh, it's an absolute pleasure as always. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for your time. And um, maybe we'll touch base in a couple of weeks and just see how the, the CIC is starting. Or, you know, maybe I'll have a word with Stuart or Sally and, and, and we can take it from there. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy to talk to you again. Cheers. Mm-hmm.